We now present the exciting, unforgettable radio drama, Front Page ML. The story of a crack newspaper man and his podcast, the story of ML in the soul of Detroit. Today, ML is covering the story which he calls The Man Who Knew All the Angles. Eli Zarek. You asked it around your children, right? My shirt's gone. What are you doing? What are you doing? That is not paid for by them. That is paid for by the people of Detroit. You are qualified in I'm not qualified for this job. Let me tell you something. You want to go right now? Okay? You want to go right now? Hey kids, it's your old pal, ML Elric, back with the man who knows all the angles, Eli Zarek, <laughs> our special guest, getting a little warm-up here before he moderates once again the Detroit Sports Media Luncheon which will be held Wednesday, which I think it's sold out, so you can't come and join us. That's too bad. And I'm waiting anxiously to see if Eli mentions his SAT score tomorrow. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. You're not. It's, that's no, retired. No. In fact, I thought I'd be telling some Tucker jokes, and I just I feel a lot of... Um, you can tell him here. I feel a lot of empathy. I was trying to figure out, you know, what can I say about Tucker? Yeah. If he'd spent $8,000 in that hotel room down in Florida, he could have had the two best hookers in town. Instead, he spends $80 million on a long-distance phone call yeah, by what, himself. Oh, how, how much as, did as, Robert Kraft spend when he was in Florida? Right. And remember, Mitch Alton had the big uh, um, column saying it was just a lack of judgment. And I'm thinking... You're right. That's a real lack of judgment if you're just horny sitting in a hotel room. Yeah, I've definitely, I've, definitely picked the wrong route. I've made plenty of bad decisions, none of which, uh, none of which traumatized somebody and cost me eighty-five million dollars at the same time. But of all the penalties that have been called on Michigan State, and, and the Free Press had a column today uh, pointing out that I think we are one hundred eighteenth in the country in terms of penalties. Hmm. Illegal use of hand was the most costly one that we've had. <laughs> yeah, there's a good joke. <laughs> well, if anything could bond the uh, the two schools together, right? Isn't the amazement of how stupid Mel Tucker is? Or you, yeah, or, or you can say his undisclosed injury is carpal tunnel. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, the jokes are flying. Yeah, no, okay. We really are getting warm. medical condition. That's right. His undisclosed medical condition. Why he, he couldn't come to the hearing or... Uh, Give me a whatever. Well, yeah, and we still don't know what this medical condition is. It hasn't been disclosed. Uh, I don't think we know what the status of the hearing is. Do they? Do they? It's uh, supposed to be by October thirtieth. I think there's supposed yep. to be a ruling. But so they just move on without them. It's just if, yep. if 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 you don't say anything, then then whatever we have on the record is because if that's the case, he's going to get smeared. He's going to get creamed because uh, if you if if the other person is saying all these horrible things about you. And you're not saying anything about yourself. All they can go by is what's on you the know, record. Th there's only the whole thing is such a, a sad, awful, ugly mess on every side, from her to him to the university to the his hiring to the contract, on and on and on. The only two things that matter is who will be the next coach and what will it cost them to separate from Tucker and can he drag this on? Are they going to have to pay make him a pay uh, payoff of maybe fifteen twenty million? Who knows. But he could drag it on, and that's the only question. When can they separate from him and move on? And I will say, in fairness, you know, uh, two years, things changed quickly. Two years ago, less than two years ago, October 30th, 2021, uh, Michigan State, uh, two 7-0 teams, and Michigan State defeats Michigan, 37-33. to 33. Tucker then drops a few rumors about, you know, LSU, oh. whoever else wants him. They kind of overreact and panic. And, give, and to think less than two years ago what has happened and how, again, yeah. the whole uh, dynamic in, in the uh, um, 
rivalry changes. And I think that's the hope for Michigan State. Things do change. I mean, it's a, it's a series of streaks. Michigan won six in a row between 02 and 07. Before, uh, and, of course, the last one was Mike Hart's regrettable little brother comment. And then Michigan State wins seven of the next eight under D'Antonio. Pride, pride before the fall type of thing. And they've been pretty much 500 ever since. So it can happen. And don't forget, in 2020, Michigan was a 24-point favorite at home. And the Spartans beat them in Tucker's first win. So they're 24-point dogs this weekend. Can it happen? I don't think so. But, you know, there has to be some hope somewhere for Michigan State. I, I think the wild card missing in that 2020 game is we need to have a once-a-century worldwide pandemic to give us a chance. So I, I'm willing to sacrifice the game if it means we don't have millions of people dying of, of uh, some sort of, <laughs> How gracious sort of vaccine. <laughs> That's what I'm willing to do for, for humanity. But, uh, but, yeah, no, it's... You know, as as a as a Spartan who has experienced being on the bottom of this uh, rivalry and spent a little bit of time on the top, I will say my favorite games are the ones where before kickoff it's up for grabs, where you don't know who's going to win, where it looks like this could go either way. And I remember Michigan saying several years ago, some of the players coming to East Lansing, I think this is the game where Devin Gardner almost got killed, where they were saying, I just hope, you know, they don't beat us up too bad. I've never heard Michigan players say anything like that, and they did get creamed. You know, they lost 29 to 6. I think, didn't he have six interceptions or something like that? Well, they had no, no, negative, no, negative rushing terrible, yardage. Yeah. And yeah. I think, I don't know if you remember, but Devin Gardner was one of the players at this this uh, luncheon that you're moderating. Yeah, yeah he was great. That I, I never liked a guy as much as I liked Devin Gardner. He was guy. so he was terrific. He was funny, smart and funny, and he was talking about, before the game, Michigan guys were saying something. He said, he came to the locker room and said, Guys, you know, when you get them all riled up, I'm the one they're coming for. And I think he got sacked like half a dozen times. It wasn't the picks, it was the sacks. I, I, get, I get it mixed up. Who was the Michigan, the, the, the black Michigan quarterback that I shouldn't even say black, but I. Denard? I, 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 no, not Denard. Uh, Michael Taylor? I'm trying to no, it was a left, lefty. Come on, back in the. Uh, back in the uh, oh, Franklin? No, wait, no, no, uh, no. Wait, no. What's the what guy era? from Peanuts? That's the black kid from Peanuts. What year are we talking? Uh, Twenty years ago, fifteen years ago, not not Gardner. I can't think now. This is crazy that we can't figure it out. Yeah, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. but he never quite put it together. No. Well, no. there's Demetrius Brown and Marcus. Demetrius Taylor. Brown. That's it. Okay. It, I was gonna say no, they both kind of battled back. Is that back the one they gave? Uh, they gave him number ninety-eight. I think they gave. Oh no, that was Devin. That was Devin Denard got ninety-eight. That's no, shoelaces, no. wasn't it? No, Gardner. Devin oh, Gardner, Gardner wore ninety-eight. Did he have the stupid patch on too? Wasn't that the? Uh, the Dave Brandon, we're the, unretiring. The what a bad idea that was. I wish he was back. I miss Dave Brandon. <laughs> I miss Dave Brandon, Rich Rod, Brady Hope. Bring them all back. Look at the turnaround in Harbaugh when in, 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 after the 2020 loss before they went up to Michigan State and Tucker beat him to go 8-0, and then it was within weeks that he had the $95 million contract. Harbaugh had his contract slashed in half mm -hmm. michigan was 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 humiliated and look at the turnaround there so something can happen uh and this last this game to at rutgers last weekend for michigan state i mean i, I, I know there's a lot of vitriol between the fans in, in this rivalry it's gotten so ugly social media whatever but if you don't have if you don't have a, a place in your heart for what these kids are going through and what the fans are going through it, I, were you at the one where i asked connor cook that with one of these, it's called. Oh yeah, 
And I said, you know, every family has got Michigan to Michigan State, and the players know each other, and, and, and we love the rivalry. Isn't the rivalry more about love than hate? And Connor <laughs> Cook looks at me like I'm the, it's the stupidest thing he's heard in his life. He goes, no, it's about hate, yeah. not love. And so I just wonder, you know, I guess there's so much pressure on the players anyway, but we love the rivalry, so I don't know where the hate comes in, actually. Yeah, well, I mean, I can, the, fa- the fans. It's it's the arrogance that makes the Spartans side. so angry. Seems to come from true. one side mainly. But uh, we are arrogant. We are, yeah, <laughs> no, you're, you're looking at me. No, <laughs> quite. In fact, well, uh, no, you know, I find John. I find your input, believe it or not, kind of fascinating. No, I just love that you guys two, have the the two Michigan guys and the there's a Michigan finger State on guy the pulse here. here. This is this is really something. And I don't include Eli in this because he was asked to talk about this. We've got a movement out there. I just came from Tampa, Florida. There were twelve. 15,000 <laughs> people dressed up in Honolulu blue taking over another stadium and I had to walk down the ramp because the press box elevator was closed and the fans are chanting and singing. We got something this it's what's happening right now and Eli will attest to this is new. It is different. Mm-hmm. It is 60 years that's being unleashed right now and because our host Still doesn't like the lines because they damage it. He doesn't want to talk about it. It's the biggest. I, I've been in this business for 20 years. I've not. This is the biggest sports story I've seen. The lines are crazy. Yet we're in here to talk about the the least anticipated Michigan Michigan State game in two decades. When 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 ah, great Sean has news his finger on the pulse. Great right. news judgment. When when the Tigers, the Wings, and the Pistons are down, nobody cares. People always are emotionally attached to the Lions, and when they lose, the, the 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 anger, the frustration is is paramount. So you're right. No matter no matter what it is, the fan base is incredibly engaged. And in this situation, what's funny? So I'm talking to a, a guy yesterday who's convinced that it all has to collapse because they're the Lions. And I go, how stupid is that? Makes no sense. It makes no sense. The, the, these players don't know what happened for the last 65 years. These coaches aren't into that. The fans may remember, but this is this is a whole new world. And Sheila Hamp has done an incredible I don't call her lucky if you want. Hiring Brad Brad Holmes is a genius, and that's what this team needs. They every NFL team that succeeds has either a genius in the front office or on the sidelines. And they may have two of them. And the players buy in, and so the past does not matter. But the other thing is that, that, that you're alluding to, Sean, is, yeah, people are excited, and, and we call it on the Drew and Mike show, what do we call it? We call it the overreaction. overreaction yeah. But, you know, they're going to the Super Bowl, and you won't admit it. Sensible people like you and I that have, have a more <laughs> a perspective on this Sean and you, say, yeah. let's, let's just say that they're, they're very good right now. And they've won 13 to 16. Doesn't happen by accident. They're, they're very, very good. They're not the only good team, but they're one of them. And we have to see it play out. So I'm not going to predict a Super Bowl or what? a playoff disappointment. They're very, very good. Take it, as they say, the old cliche, a game at a time and see if they can keep this up. And, and, and you can be very, very good and still lose in a playoff game on a fluke, whatever. So you can't say Super Bowl, but you can what? say this is different. This is new. This hasn't happened in a long time. And uh, although they're five and one back in 2011, but, but this is the first time they've won four straight games by double digits, double digits since the 1960s. Yeah. But beyond that, there's a psychological component that's going on right now, and mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys all hear this in your own life, right, with your family and your friends and so on and so forth. And and it start there's a recognition nationally all of a sudden because yeah. it's the third straight road game 
we're Detroiters, Michiganders, and some of it's because, you know, Michiganders live in Florida, right? right? right. And that's part of it. But that's not all of it. They took over Green Bay and Kansas City. They have Michiganders haven't moved to Kansas City, but they took over that stadium. So there's a recognition nationally of They may just be wow, big Taylor what, Swift fans. Right, but what kind of what kind of fan base uh, to me it's one of the great fan bases in this country that's un, that's been undiscovered nationally and that's starting to happen a little bit right now and i think it's folks, a horrible fan base folks, they will cheer what? for garbage that's they, what you, makes you it do, a great fan base no no you do not reward Eli, bad behavior no this no no wait, wait you're the guy that before no. before the show today said you you missed watching cub cubs games during the day i mean it's very similar the yeah. lovable losers right well, no, and, that was the more Red like, Sox. I love baseball, and it's more like white noise. I've read I didn't about, live I've actually, and die with the Cubs winning or losing. I want Eli to weigh in this, team that please. Has Steve Lake is a I, catcher. You can't have much hope in. I've written about this before. I think oh, that the Lions fan base is similar to the Red Sox and the Cubs fan base. They just don't have the poetry of the, of the national losses because they've not gotten to the playoffs to have those stinging losses that people around the country are familiar with like maybe even the browns have there's the lots lions of poetry been good enough red, to the lions blue painful losses on a natural scale in the playoffs the lions don't have that this fan base doesn't have that so there's there's no poetic quality of uh, poetic misery to like some of the other famous you know the buffalo bills or whatever but the lions are this is really one of the great great fan bases in the country but one somebody did a, a, a an online thing about seven or eight years ago, which ranked, which categorized Lions fans in six different ways. From number one was, no matter how bad they were the year before, we're going to be 14 and two, we're going to win the Super Bowl. And that down, down to number six is, it doesn't matter, as long as the Fords own the team, we suck and, and I'm not going to watch, but of course they still watch. The overall thing is, whether the nuances of, of uh, whether the lovable losers or not, is that the NFL is an incredible yeah. entertainment entity that is so clearly number one in this country for so many reasons from the violence from the promotion of the nfl from the nature of the game for the fact that it's a national game and not a not a regional game like like baseball and and, and hockey is gambling. and so and gambling to it with the, fantasy yeah so it's yeah. so it's so ingrained into the into our consciousness it's our religion really and you're talking about foot nfl is is almost it's like a religion, as as in sports. Then um, I'm an atheist. I can't stand the NFL. I, I don't why? like the. I don't what? like the. I don't like the players. <laughs> Eli, we go through like, this. Oh I don't like the hype. God. We go through this a it's, lot with him. The the shows that they have, all the idiots on the oh the, sure in the, in, in the halftime and before it's a bunch of it's a bunch of big goofballs having a yuck Absolutely. yuck yuck. Absolutely, it's all bull it's. Unwatchable to me. It is. It is some of the most <laughs> miserable dreck on TV. Wait a the minute. NFL? The NFL? The NFL. I find it. I, so I, I, that's I, why I, I got a text yesterday saying, oh, let's talk about Michigan, Michigan State. No, no, but, got but Sean the is right. story. Sean is right. Everybody loves the Lions. We don't have a uh, we don't have a college football game where people actually are invested in the schools because they may have went there and there's a lot on the line. We shouldn't talk about either. Here's what we're going to talk about today, and I should have told you this earlier, oh Eli. Uh, Wayne Rooney is just hired to coach Birmingham. That's really? Tom Brady's team. He was at Derby he's got, County. He he's left. Got blown out here, though. He left DC United. Wayne Don't Rooney is now down. coaching Birmingham. He's going to try and get him out of the championship and in the Premier League. Sean, what's your take? I think uh, your uh, Mark, I, uh, but Sean, his, I, his stubbornness, 
It's, look, it, it, it's Carlos-esque a little bit. Carlos Menares writes for the Detroit Free Press. Yeah, let's talk about the Lions on our show because you guys won't talk about it in the Carlson show. No, podcast. it's not that. It's not the Lions oh per God. se. It's what's going on in this metro area right now and the way these Everybody these loves a winner. What, what, you're surprised by this? It's, no, it's not surprising at all. It's, pre- well, it's totally predictable. Why are we talking about this? And last time yes, I was it's here. so predictable. It's so, that means boring. Listen. Predictable oh is God. boring. But, but ML, we've th- never seen this before. No, we haven't. We've got national announcers, and I was in the yes, locker room yesterday. Have. And, yes, and we have. I've got two copies of Jimmy Spider Man Allen's 45 in my basement. 40 years ago. Yeah, because they started hot like this, and everybody was, oh, the Lions, the Lions, the Lions. Everybody was losing their mind. And then the Lions lost almost every game after that. No, I'm not it, saying that's going to happen this time, but we have been here before. I was talking to a couple of players yesterday who played for a few other we teams. Born and like, we're, we, they've never seen, they've never gone to a road game where the a home quarterback has had to consider going into silent cadence because the the crowd, the opposing fans have taken over and they're so loud. Do you realize how radical that is? I think it happens at it's, Raider games all the time. So, you know, and and Eagles fans are throwing batteries at right. people. I mean, there, there are lots of insane fan there's, bases. There's there's two parallel things going here. <laughs> One is the games itself and the players and what it means to them. And the other thing is the sociological experiment yes. that is fandom. And that's the fascination for me. Exactly. Whether the Lions win the Thank Super you. Bowl or not does not affect my life any way at all. But the fact that millions of people are tied up emotionally in how these strangers do. There isn't a single player except for Aiden Hutchins that even came from Detroit or dreamt about playing for the Lions as a kid. So it's 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 this entity that people get emotionally attached to because of a myriad reasons, including the entertainment aspect. And to your point, no matter how they interrupt it and screw it up, from pregame shows with seven guys in the field yucking it up, laughing at each other's jokes, to the incessant predictions before games that mean absolutely zero. <laughs> Brought to you to, by your gambling site. Right, to, to the, right, to, to see in common, and, and, and what's his face, Jamie Foxx, <laughs> in your fucking face, every every break for three minutes, while the players got to stand around. So the, 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 the breaks in the game, the commercials, the it's all awful, but the game itself is so incredibly compelling, and the fact it's only one a week. So Sean, Sean sees either incredible elation or this tremendous disappointment. And you see the first time, the, when they lost the one game to Seattle, I'm listening to the post-game show driving home, you know, Campbell's really a, a, sh- a <laughs> shitty coach. It's totally true. And blah, blah, blah. And, no, it's, and, 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 it's totally and, true. And so it's this, this, this because, sine wave but, of ups and downs that create tremendous week-to-week uh, uh, reaction. Mark, you, yes. you 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 grew up here. You understand this, sure. And Mike, well, I thought grew up here and understood this. It's not just the winning right now. It's the six decades of losing. You got it with the region and how the region right. feels about itself and how the region thinks the rest of the country looks at him. There's a chip on the shoulder here, so there's a lot of psychological layers going on right now that have more to do with Absolutely. just a team getting good. So and it's new, things, and it can right? only happen once. Oh, if, you I, can, oh, you if can, my dad could only be here to see this. Exactly. He had season tickets for thirty and years. Everybody and everybody shits on Detroit, and now we've got something. That's that's what's happening here, and it can only happen once. Just if because you have the same year, hairdo doesn't make you Dr. Mike, Phil wait, wait a second, time with out. your multiple wait, wait, wait. layers of psychological garbage. Last, Mike, point, Mike, last Mike, point, last Mike, point, Mike, last point, ahead, last point, last point, last point. Don't only, talk over Sean, he's on a roll. This can only happen one time. You if they, if they get to the playoffs and win a game and have a really good season this year, 
let's say let's say for whatever reason they win a Super Bowl. I know that sounds crazy. Just like the Cubs. and they come back and they're good for several of the next years. It will not feel like it does this year. Mm-hmm. It can only happen once when you get good after a half a century of losing. That's a different. That's that's what makes this different. It's another thing that makes it different. So so all our anticipations about we may finally win a playoff game. Sorry, I'm going to need a little more than that before my my heart rate ex- increases. Well, there has you been a severe a heart of coal. There's been a severe lack of like. <laughs> things in life that can bond groups of people that are different together, right? Social media kind of pushes us in these corners. Uh, Media, news media pushes us into corners. We retreat. We want to be around people the same. But everybody that is a football fan, and there are lots of them, can rally around the home team, the Detroit Lions, right? We all, I ran into a guy at 7-Eleven. I don't know this guy. We, We sat and talked about the Lions for a good five minutes because it is a common bond. And that is a overall good thing. It's also the biggest difference uh, well, besides gameplay and crazy things that happen, it's the biggest difference between college football. How are the taquitos? Excellent. They're always excellent always at 7-Eleven. But you know, what kind of taquitos? I'll eat any of them okay. from 7-Eleven. You know this. The point being, so that's the NFL. Another guilty pleasure. And then to Sean, you wonder why we care about Michigan and Michigan State. It's because that is that, that is being no, pushed I don't wonder why tribalism. I know, I know why we care about that, but right now I just think it's, yeah. But it's not. In the shadow a little bit. It's not. The Lions are going to have 17 games against teams from throughout the country. There's only one game this season where the two biggest college programs in the state of Michigan are going to go toe-to-toe. If you don't think that's worth talking about, as opposed to the Lions playing one no, of but the 17 games, I'm not saying it's not worth talking about. about. No, I know, but every week we what come in Mags, here and what all Sean Mags, wants to talk about is the Lions. What did Mags Lane just post here? What did you say, Mark? All of Michigan loves the Lions. Except for ML. It, 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 yeah. Well, you'll all catch up. You're, you're talking about half the state, and yeah. we're talking about the whole state. And there's a difference. But that's okay. You've always been a divider. <laughs> <laughs> people, people also need this. You know, our bosses at the Free Press have gotten to Sean. Because you know what the big headline in the Free Press today? Hmm. Somebody on the Detroit Lions broke a shoelace. You know what's dominating our website today? Somebody from on the Detroit Lions... Uh, had a taco. It's you know taco why it's dominating Tuesday on the website? In because Allen Park. the care. website doesn't care about your feelings. It's a lot. It's it's a, what do you call it? A uh, what's the mathematical it, it, algorithm? Algorithm. Yeah. So it's go. It's putting up. Uh, the editors make the initial choice, but then stuff stays up based on how many people are reading it. And right now, the fans in this area can't get enough of the lines. You know, yeah, it's it, it's you know, unbelievable. Certainly, certainly, somebody on this show can't get enough of the lines, even though he has his no, own I'm show. Just trying to talk, talk about, about the I'm lions to talk about ad nauseum. No, I'm just trying to acknowledge all the taquito conversations that are going on around Metro <laughs> Metropolitan <laughs> Detroit right now because they're everywhere. And, and you know what? There may be some people who are interested in a little rivalry that's going to be played on. That's why under the lights. That's why ML's mad. Saturday night. Let's, you know. No, I mean, it's just every week it's the Lions, the Lions, the Lions. No, no, you know and that's what it is? Fine. Sean, I'm sorry. Fine. Mike. I'm glad they finally have something to cheer sports for. Sports is about the narrative. Mm-hmm. It's why Logan Paul, who really can't box, goes against the guy who's not a boxer. And because you create a narrative with millions of people on social media and you talk about it and you create some hatred and a storyline, people become interested. So the Lions are an incredible narrative right now, so powerful that people that otherwise don't care 
are tied in. When the exactly. 84 Tigers went on the road, yeah. when they went to 35-5 and five in Anaheim, there were more Tiger fans in the stands than not because the narrative was, this is record-breaking, this is record Let's face it, these sports are all arbitrary. They change the rules every year. They change the alignment every year. Uh, it's 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 The rules are arbitrary. They change all the time. They, 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 it's, it's, it's There's just, the nihilist it, it, in Eli. It's, it's, what, it's what we created. <laughs> and so, but that narrative is so powerful enough the, 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 the fiction that it's important is so powerful that everybody buys in as if it really matters in their lives. It, but it does. It does matter. It does. You know it why does. it matters? It's entertainment, right. Well, it's also psychological. It makes people feel better. When There's people six feel layers better, of psychology right. I just learned. When yeah. people feel better, they perform better. It's like a I mean, taco dip. People buy shirts. People buy merch. That's good for the economy. I mean, there is a real and world. They, and it joins them together to be a part of something, like you said earlier. It's a it's a unifying, patriotic, loyalist force, just like religion is, just like a church is, and all that. We're fighting it, it, a holy it, war. A I don't want people coming together for <laughs> this kind of holy shit. This is look what happens in the stands at games. Well, you got people getting knocked yeah, out and killed at games. Yeah. You got you got people where you got grown men in their sixties with their rich. faces painted, wearing a lion jersey on the road, standing up and screaming and banging on in the end zone, banging on the wall, hoping to get on TV. So it's and it's I'm a, supposed it's a, to like this. Hey, uh, they do it in college no, football just, too. No, you don't have to like well, they it. They do it in uh, just, football. Just, in just Europe accept too. it for what it is, because you're, you're you're trying to pretend that it isn't big, and it is big. And oh no, no! And just look at the reasons. Uh, as a reporter, look at the reasons why it is big, whether you care or not. He's trying to pretend it I'm, doesn't matter. I'm it not does. pretending that it isn't big. I'm just saying we can have this conversation every single week. <laughs> we only is. have the He's big game. Sean. Okay, once a year. <laughs> so we don't okay. have to talk okay. about okay. it. Okay, okay. There's the real answer. He's pissed at Sean. Let's get back to the 42 to seven game coming Saturday. They lose to. Rutgers, they lose to Rutgers, and here's what in, in uh, horrific fashion. Here's what ESPN summarizes the game the next day. We're going to quote. We're going to suggest to Michigan State that they just sit out the rest of the season and start fresh in 2024. Nothing good can come from continuing to play football this year. Just sit back, enjoy the Urban Meyer rumors, watch some basketball, and we can all pretend this year didn't happen when spring practice starts in March. And of course it's going to happen and they're going to play the game and if you have a heart you're going to hope that it isn't 42 to 7 even though and it's supposed to be rainy it's supposed to be an 84% chance of rain. That might keep the score down. That might rain. keep the oh, yeah. score down, and you're going to see a lot of Blake Corum. It didn't keep the score down in New Jersey. <laughs> 29 to 27 is pissing down rain. But the Lions played the next day, so everything was okay. So then if, if you're so into this game, and I appreciate that, tell me, what has to happen for Michigan State to win the game? Uh, we have to beat the shit out of everybody in the tunnel before the game. <laughs> That's pretty much it. If we You're can, actually if, asking him a football question. I don't know because he's can, a whole... <laughs> if we can concuss the Wolverines, we have a chance. No, I, I think this is a game. It's not nearly as important as the Lions are playing. Who are they playing on Sunday? Baltimore. Baltimore, okay. Well, Baltimore. So one hardball may lose this weekend. That's great. Um, uh, it's one of these deals where, you know, I, I have... A, a very few Michigan fans are like, oh, well, you know, Michigan State does really well at night. They have a, a way of coming up with a trick play that always costs them the game. D'Antonio's back on the sideline. He's the he's the Wolverine All killer. All of it's true. All of it's true, though. But, but truly, Michigan State, if they can escape this game with their dignity, I'll consider that to be a good day. Now, having said that, if you're watching us on YouTube, you can see my, my Hail No t-shirt. But I didn't have the confidence cool. to wear my Make Michigan Our Bitch Again t-shirt because I just don't think that's going to happen this <laughs> I year. I don't think that's going to happen either. And I tell you, as a, as a, as a uh, guy who went to school at Michigan, I have found the season 
particularly boring for oh, them because the, the schedule worst. in the Big Ten is well. First of all, it isn't Michigan's fault or anybody's fault. There's only three, three and a half teams in the in, mm-hmm. out of the out of the fourteen, soon to be eighteen. So Michigan, I mean, you know. I, I'd like to see a competitive game, and 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 Mark thinks I'm crazy, but sometimes I root for the other team to catch up, and let's so let's have a fourth quarter that actually means something. I'm I'm investing my time in this. Nah. Let let me watch a competitive struggle nah, here. Nah, I'll take fifty two so to seven every week. Well, it would actually be better for Michigan if Michigan State hadn't given away all these games and came into it as a one-loss team because the victory would be meaningful. They'd be a top-20 team, and you could actually play somebody where if you beat them, it looked like that was really an accomplishment. You're beating a successful team and a rival. Well, I mean, it's it's a moot point because the, the Spartans can't get out of their own way unless it's... To run into each other. But, I mean, you're right. It would have been nice if they would have beaten, like, Washington, right? Or somebody outside of the conference. But they didn't. And you can only play who's on your schedule. No, but but the thing is, with the exception of me, everybody in this state is on the Lions bandwagon. And to me, the pathetic thing about the state of Michigan is people were on the Lions bandwagon when the bandwagon should have been pushed over a cliff. And the team should have been you in think, the front you seat. Think, you think that's pathetic? Uh, you let think the record let the, let the record show that he brought up the Lions this time. I know. Well, no, what, he's going to keep bringing them up because that's how he was. By the way, I got again Wayne Rooney. Oh Jesus! I got a very text successful here. in Derby <laughs> County. You know, I saw a text from Mike yesterday. They did and, lose uh, some points because they had some financial problems. But Tom Brady is going to turn around Derby County, uh, Birmingham, along with Wayne Rooney. He turned down a chance to coach in Saudi Arabia. He's staying in Birmingham. I think that's good news for English soccer, which to me is as relevant as the Detroit Lions. But the difference is people listening and let Sean talk. People in this state are divided over these two teams. We all agree the line. This is like, hey, let's talk about something we all agree on. Yay! Jared Goff's wife, I'm excited about. This is how Lions, no interest. This is what happened yesterday. I get get a text from Mike. (laughs) Shut up and let him talk. I get a text from Mike, and I. I I just heard Doctor Phil going on for half an hour. I thought I might say something. I'm sorry, man. Uh, Sorry to interrupt your show. (laughs) (laughs) I get uh, a text from Mike yesterday. Thanks for making it. And I didn't get. uh, I I didn't receive until I landed. I was working my back from Tampa, and here's how it starts out. All I see is Eli Zarrett will join us tomorrow, and I'm thinking, oh, great. Yeah, we want to have somebody who knows about sports. And I figured, figured, oh, he's going to come in and talk about the Lions. I just assumed, because it's only the biggest fucking story in sports in a a couple of generations, what's going on here All right, I'm going to ask you. And then I get to the second part, it says, oh, MSU, U of M, and I thought, oh, well, I got media Michigan basketball day in the morning. I, I probably don't really need to get there. To the podcast, I cut that short so I could come in yeah. here with you, so we could actually talk. About uh, the another Lions. bad decision. Uh, the Lions are the biggest. No, the bad boys are a bigger story. The Tigers in '84 no. were a bigger oh, story. On, Mike, wait a minute. The no. Red Wings are a bigger time story. They're not. Let's They're hold not. on a second. I appreciate you being argumentative. It's made for a very <laughs> a spirited conversation, but you can't really believe what you're saying that the that, 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 that the people in this town aren't legitimately excited because of everything. Because no, no, of the NFL, I, I because agree of the history, because because of, 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 of inflation, because of the war in, 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 in all over the world. This is something that you can latch on to and feel a part. There's there's patriotism and loyalty and history and nostalgia and and and, and all that stuff. And this is the, we're human beings. We create 
we're the only speech that creates fictions. And the fiction is that if they win the Super Bowl, it's going to be, it's going to make my life better. And maybe it will to a degree. Aye, aye, so aye. this is about hope and looking forward. Dude. There's a thousand emotional issues and, and physical issues and historical issues why this is a legitimate big story. And he's a part of it. He's in the middle of it. He's going on the road and he's seeing this stuff. And I yeah, bet I there's a, th a thousand reporters or people in the state that wish they could be writing for a, a major newspaper and following this team and talking to the players and seeing what they're like, enjoying the personalities and, and all the and, and, and everything else that goes with it. Juwan Howard had heart surgery, right? He's been out. So today, uh, earlier today, I was at the Michigan, Chrysler Arena for Michigan Basketball's Media Day. Where is this Their sports information director, Tom Wyrot, walks up to me and I think, oh, he's going to talk about Howard, right? That's a pretty big deal within that program. You know what the first thing he said to me is? What was it like? How about about those lines? That's the first thing he said to me. Oh, never mind their coach who just had heart surgery. He wanted to talk about the Lions. It's it's unreal. Because his basketball team sucks. And nationally... Everybody's think what a nice story because because they really jumped on it from the beginning of the year. Hey, here's another team we can talk about. Here's another NFL storyline that that we can build oh, with hype. and enjoy. Well, sure it is. Yeah, I just I'm just not gonna you know, I'm just not gonna immerse myself in the hype tank because I can't get excited about a team that's won one playoff games in 50 years. That doesn't matter. The, the, the bad boys fought epic battles against the Celtics, broke through, fought epic battles against What's the that Lakers. What's got to do with today? No, because Sean's saying the line of the biggest get uh, story me, here in 50 years. I can this. think of much bigger sports stories that I was excited about where there was a team that actually had, you know, there was some drama. The Lions sucked. They got good. And now we're going to see how they do. Let me, let me ask you this. Um, did you find Leicester City when they won the premiership? Did you, did you find that interesting, that story? That was a fascinating story. It's the same fucking thing. <laughs> Except it's on a bigger <laughs> scale. On a much and bigger scale. And they also wear powder blue. That's the only thing they have in common. They, no, it's just because you harbor some ill will towards this franchise for whatever reason. No, that, I was, was interested in Leicester it's City. Not just that, it's the history that, of the state. From a distance. It's, it's millions of people leaving the state It's yeah. over the course. Of, it's right. that rise of manufacturing, the fall of manufacturing, and how the game is tied into all these pockets around the There's so much going on here right now. This will dwarf. Or if, if they if they win the Super Bowl in the next few years, this will dwarf what the Wings would did when they broke their forty year drought. Yeah. Oh, it and won't we even can be talk close. about that for another ten weeks. But we'll talk about it now. Let's no, talk about no, it. What is Frank? I have just not say? gotten Mark, enough lions talk say right there, Mark. Look I have that. not gotten enough lions oh, talk. Oh, Frank oh. likes it. You guys. It's just that we're a distraction so with all the shit going on fun. in the world. Yeah. None of yeah. us are jumping out of our seats as excited fans. Maybe Mark is to a degree. Well, Sean is. I haven't no, seen this excited. He's no, talking about since he brought donuts No, in. he's talking about covering the story and what he sees in the story. To, to a reporter, it's all about the story. And where is the story? And how do I find it? And what are the good elements of it? That's what he's talking about. He's not jumping up and, oh, they were going to win a Super Bowl. No, he's following <laughs> it week after week with the story of, of what it is. ML, what's, and, what's the and, story with uh, Michigan State, Michigan. What's the story, ML? You're the reporter. There's, 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 there's no story. There is no story. No story. Well, let's do stories. We'll talk about the Lions. Let's no, get back to the Lions. Let's hear your story. No, let's get back to the Lions. <laughs> no, let's hear your story. Because we're not going to talk about it. I mean, we, we had a whole show where we talked about <laughs> Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift who aren't even Detroit Lions or Detroit Lion fans. I mean... What does that have to do with anything? No, I'm just saying that oh, what we're doing is talk about NFL football all the time. Whatever excuse yeah, no, no, we no, can Let's have. not talk about what people care about. Well, it's no, not but, a sports but, but, podcast. No. Two billion Chinese and Indians <laughs> no, it's do not care at all about this game. Except they that don't their care. children means, are making all the jerseys. It, it, it means zero. <laughs> 
Okay, that and was all the funny. merch and all the merchandise yeah, will funny. sell you know, yeah. in the Super Bowl. Let me tell you a little story. So, fifty years ago, before the NFL really got big, this is back when Michigan Michigan State were playing. No, this is this game. is a, this is nineteen seventy when Monday Night Football began, and so suddenly football, which was only played on Sundays and only played in Sunday, suddenly there's going to be a game on Monday. I'm listening to this national psychologist. Her name is Joyce Brothers. And she says, ladies. Doctor. Dr. Joyce. She's talking to the women. Ladies, you have to understand what what your husbands go through with this. That every year, this game is big and that game is bigger. And then it's going to be at the end. And these are the big, big games. And then you know what? When it's all over and they lose or whatever, it starts all over again the next year. So just sit back and accept it. Your husbands are all caught up in this. And even though it doesn't really matter, and the same thing repeats every year. But the fact is, it is a story. He's covering it. The city is involved. There's history and all that. And so you may not like it. You may think it's boring. You may rather watch a, you know, a, 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 the, the Detroit FCDC, whatever the soccer team is. Or a quarterback is. struggle to throw a 15-yard out. Right or a game where where one team which, is a which twenty one? where your team is a twenty four <laughs> point underdog and you anticipate them losing it really isn't as big a story overall at least this year as it is as the Lions are no and that's good and I just want to toss ahead to next week's show uh, Lions talk uh, here on the Soul of Detroit because well, apparently it's the biggest thing ever all the time we don't we never talk Sean, about them it, it, every time you come in here you want to peddle some lion's shit and then that, you do it on your podcast Mark, you're that, writing about it every Mark, day that is not true and you know that well I mean you and I talk about it yeah off, before off before the we start recording you never get here before we record <laughs> even at the games you want to talk about British TV oh, did you see the one show where the nun <laughs> solves some crimes and how about love, them lions and you love that I want to tell you, Saturday afternoon when I landed in Tampa, we we, we taxi, we get to the gate. Oh, this the is flight, fascinating. No, no, the flight attendant comes on. Peanuts? Let him finish. Come, Come on, on, man. The flight right, attendant. building up. Give me a break. I just, I'm getting the travel log. Jesus. Did you, did you check your bags or get them at the well, carousel? You, we had to establish the fact that we were in Tampa, okay. and I'm on a plane. And we get right. to the gate. The flight attendant comes on the usual spiel. Get your stuff. You get off. And then she finishes it by saying, and by the way, let's go Lions. The plane erupts into the loudest applause I've ever heard on a plane in my life. I'm like, what is going on here? I've, I've been traveling with this team for 15 years, and I've never heard a plane like that. That so, was crazy. So, so here's what's interesting. What if they go to they're going to go to Baltimore? Mm-hmm. What if they lose? What if they get blown out, or they lose on a field goal at the end? Fire Dan how, Campbell. How will that change? How will that change the narrative? Will people now say, "Well, you know what? That's just one. We're really a good team." Or will the same old Lions come in? I don't think so. Both. We I might th- have a little bit of the SOL. He, no, he, you know what it'll be? Well, yeah, but that's that's from idiots that always do that. It'll or, be or will they podcast better, hosts. They'll, they'll say they better win on Monday night against the Raiders. So that's that'll be the response. So I, I just I just want to check in with this because I'm I'm conceding, but but conceding. If, if 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 I understand what Sean's been saying for the last hour, people like the Lions. We got like 15 different anecdotes uh, about how much for, people like the Lions. Except they're for engaged. one. They like they're, they're okay, okay. They're I got it now. I except get it. One. I understand now. I get it. Okay. Except for well, Larry Clark, though, appreciates it. Go, ML. Give Sean shit. Are you just mad because... I'm going to get on a plane. I'm going to say, Sean's on the plane. Everybody's going, yay! And then we're going to put our mask on, and then we're going to have some peanuts, and then we're going to go... No, you keep going up and watching, uh, watching your guys who don't get paid. 
No, they do get paid. <laughs> not not enough. Otherwise, we'd still have a quarterback and a wide receiver. Trying to piss them off more. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, I, I understand. I, no. Sean has no. told me twenty five different ways the Lions are popular. Pay, pay money I for a it. ticket and watch players uh, that don't get paid. Yeah, go I, ahead. I'm someone that's criticized for being redundant and hitting the same point over and over again. I'll just tell you that perhaps that is not just a trait that's unique to me. The Lions are very popular and people like them. I did read your column. Message it was received. Really good. Co- uh, I think part of the problem, ML, is that because of uh, Michigan State's lackluster performance this year, there isn't as much interest in this game as there has been in the past. I don't even care about the game oh. myself now. I've given oh. up. It's over. Oh, well, there you go. I, I'm, I'm just trying spoken to live till like Sunday. A, spoken like a true Spartan. Are you going to tailgate? How about, let's talk Sunday. about something interesting. Are you kidding? Spartans keep fighting. We keep fighting after the game, and you guys cry about it. Are you going to? T- <laughs> with your unlicensed guns. Are you going to tailgate? Let's talk about something interesting. You going to tailgate? No, I'm saving my strength. You're gonna drink. You are gonna go though, right? You're, you're going? gonna cook. Oh yeah, I'm going. Oh, yeah. Eli, you're invited to our tailgate. What's you gonna eat? What's Sean gonna... will be on a plane where a stewardess will be talking to him, and people will be yelling. Uh, I think the preferred nomenclature, dude, is flight attendant. I think you said <laughs> stewardess earlier, but uh, what would you say, waitress in the sky? Uh, go ahead, keep using big replacements China. fan. Are you keep using Chinaman? What? What? <laughs> You know the big Lebowski. Canceled. Oh, yes. No, canceled. <laughs> no, too late. I, I think the Cancel Sean. I think the preferred Cancel nomenclature better, yeah, is Asian American. Sean's, Sean's out. That's better it. with the context. Yeah, sorry. Uh, what do you expect the crowd to be like on Saturday? Uh, wet. No, do you expect it to be, you expect there to be a lot of Wolverines up there? I think there's going to be a lot of Lions fans cheering. All right, fine. You're, God. Now you're being, Maybe now Taylor you're Swift a, will be there. Of course now you're being lions. a pouty baby. Of course they're Lions fans. <laughs> oh, there's Lions fans. It's the one thing right, that brings Eli. us together. I try to bring it back to what you want to talk about, and then you get all mad. That and the March of Dimes. We all want to save babies and watch the Lions. Good job, Sean. You ruined the show. Wait, Sean has not endorsed the saving babies. Sorry. Okay. I, well, the feedback we're oh, oh, <laughs> yes, racist. Larry, bring it. <laughs> racist, Sean. No, no, that's a that's as, a famous John if, Goodman line. I know, I know it. Yeah. John Goodman. He, he used the, yeah, the, the, the parallels that he said. Stewart. I'm not. I'm not familiar with that movie. Right. The parallels that Mike said. Stewardess, and I think we dropped that to 20 years ago. But yeah. I'm not sure. You want to talk about flight attendants? Either, right? <laughs> I don't know where to go. Why are you so mad? I, you know what? Let's talk about it. People want the Lions. We'll talk about the Lions. I, just, I find the Lions boring. Listen, I, I'm no, waiting for no, them to do talk something. Talk about your tailgate no. and the charity money. I'll admit, I always thought it was kind of pathetic how as bad as the Lions were and how uh, classically a bad owner William Clay Ford was, even though he was a nice man, but just wasn't either smart enough, engaged enough, or capable enough to, to really – lead that team and I used to look at Lion fans as where's your loyalty coming from how do you how do you maintain this this excitement every year why why are the the, sta- the stadium sold out and you're still losing all the time uh, so you know that that same fan base is now it, it's just it's grown immeasurably f- to to just encompass the whole city because the the, the excitement the excitement spills over and, and, and so everybody's into state. it right now yeah the whole state, but it's an I, epidemic. I, I'm just curious as to uh, how I am curious to see the game. Well, uh, I'm curious to see whether Michigan in, indeed blows them out. I'm curious to see whether the Spartans, like you know your fellow Spartans, are going to be all pumped up when the game starts. It's going to be that the band and the cheering and the excitement and the team's going to come out in the field. How long will it last? Will they score first? Like 
Indiana did against Michigan. So it, it's it's a <coughs> it's it's interesting to see no matter what the result is. But I'm not caught up as a fan necessarily because I think the out. Pardon me, I can't talk. Was that a right? sarcastic cough? No, like no, when you said, no, it's real. Like when you said they're going to score first. <laughs> my, here, here's my question: Will the stadium be full? Yeah, it's a night game. I, it, it will be full. Unless, start. It, I mean, unless it's yeah. torrential rain, eighty-four percent chance sure. of rain. Sure, but it'll, I think it'll be full in the beginning. I'm, I'm kind of interested in the makeup of what the crowd's going to be. What's ML's already checked out of here, the here. Here we are at Tuesday, and normally in Michigan, a good Michigan, Michigan State week, football week. At least at the free press, we've already had several preview columns, uh, beat stories, all that sort of stuff. The news desk has has gotten involved, and they're writing stories about the rivalry game coming up. And I'll be curious to see if we do but any like, of that at all. So if 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 Michigan State were to pull this upset, the guy sitting across from me will be unbearable. His, his reaction will be akin to a Lions fan if they win the Super Bowl. <laughs> maybe, maybe then you'd understand. Will you be able to come in and do the podcast with him if they beat your It's unbearable every week. Uh, this episode I meant to mention earlier is brought to you by Luke Nowacki and Pinnacle Wealth Strategies and the Kaju Cafe, the pride of the east side, where it's always a great time for great music and good food and all of those. Feather bowling. Feather bowling. It's uh, great. It's like it's like the Big Lebowski, only it's with wooden wheels, and they don't have any races there. Did you... Uh... <laughs> why do you, by the way, why do you um, enjoy or participate in Michigan State excitement and fandom, but you discount it for the Lions. Isn't it the same thing? You're excited about your team. <clears throat> you went to school there. You have an emotional connection. Why is it understandable to be wildly enthusiastic about your school, but you seem to wonder why people are wildly enthusiastic about the Lions? You called them pathetic, actually. That was a quote. <laughs> I, I, I may have... I may have cut myself off. I meant to say pathetic losers, but because, and I've said this before on this show, and this is why I'm concerned about where college football is going is I made an affirmative decision to go to Michigan state. I chose Michigan state for whatever reason. And there were a lot of reasons. The lions are here. Were they I, I all affirmative? choose the lions. I don't feel like I'm a part of the lions. And if the lions were something where maybe if I played football, it'd be different. I love the tigers because I play baseball i love the red wings because i play hockey i'm a terrible basketball player but when the pistons have a good team and they have something going on i like them but and they've also been successful and they've done things the right way and they've won and so there's there's reasons that i support them but for me you're right the reason why it's important to support michigan state it's part of who i am it's something that i can interact with friendly rivalries with people at Michigan people at Central when all the when all the Chippewas came to East Lansing they right. practically took over East Lansing they were friends they were neighbors right. their kids went there they went there it was something to talk about and that's why I'm worried about college football becoming strictly driven by NIL and money because people are not going to come to but Michigan you, State guess what? It because they is. want to be it already Spartan. is I know been. and I I hate that if they, it becomes the NFL then I'll I'm going to be they, a women's soccer they fan they change the alignment they pay the players they're not really student athletes they change the conferences. The Big Ten is going to be the Big 18. The Pac is going to be the Pac-2. No matter what they do, no matter how they change it, no matter how uh, underhanded it can be with the rules or with cheating or with recruiting violations, 
you'll love it because it's your school logo and there's no greater loyalty in the world. So no matter what college football does, no matter how many millions the coaches get or whatever happens to Mel Tucker, you still love the game because it's in your blood. And that's what's happening with the Lions. Yes, the Lions logo isn't as powerful as the the, the, the Block M or, or the Spartan, but it's, it's, it's deep within people and their culture and their family. And so a lot enters into this irrational... Joy. It's oh, irrational. No, That's why they call them fanatics. This for some people, people, it's irrational attachment. It is. Yeah, for some people, real. if you're working on the line and you didn't go to college, the line's a university. That's where you come together. You come together at the games. You have that tailgate experience, which is the same experience we have going back to our alma mater. It's something that brings people together. And I understand that if you work all day, five days a week, maybe six days a week, and it's hard labor, and you break your back to provide for your family and Sunday comes around. You can't afford to go to the is, game. That, yes. Right. That is your one thing that you can look forward to and sit yeah. down yeah, for but, but four those, hours and relax. That's, that's I understand that, but when the yeah. team sucks, find something else. And all these Lion fans, I remember back when you were on the air, Eli, there were all these surveys like, oh, the the Dallas Cowboys are the most popular team in Detroit. Oh, we have all these Chicago Bear fans where they do all these studies and these surveys because the Lions were so bad, Lions or Detroiters would pick other NFL teams to follow because they right. were but, successful. But now they're on the back. I don't like well, people that, who that only go to things. But, but, but I don't the, like trendy mother scratch. They've always loved the Lions, right, Eli? That's not true. The gene was still there of course it was. in them. They still, That's it was a little still too nuanced for Mike, but of course it was. But of course you're not going to get excited when your team is 0 and 16. But the the proof of its power is how you know you know the worst sent the worst sentiment in sports is apathy. Mm-hmm. When the Pistons when the Pistons lose 23 of the last 24 games to try and get a draft choice, the fans are apathetic for good reason because we don't care. But in but football and the same with the Tigers and the, and the Wings when they're, when they're no good, the apathy sets in. In football, though, the apathy either turns into anger or or or, or something else because it just runs deeper inside. Well, Here I, it I, does. I, I, That's not true are, in every market. I just said there's point, 17 games. I just Mark, want to point out ML's. Can I point out? Can I point out ML's contradiction to where you say you chose the school and you grew up here, you don't, and so you don't choose the Lions. But then you just said that people choose to root for other NFL teams. So which one is it? No, what I'm saying is I understand why people root for the Lions because that's like. That's their tribe. That's their university. That's whatever you want to call. It. That's their religion. You're talking about like but, but, you're not but, a part of this community. Let me answer the man's question. But earlier, what I'm saying you, is, wait, earlier you inferred that I'm it was because you just grow up here, so you're a Lions fan. That's true. No, 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 true? no, no. I'm, Loyalty. I'm saying hometown. I'm Our saying guys. I even though they're not. I grew up here. <laughs> the Lions are here. I don't have to pick them because they were here and I was here. We both we we converged on the same geographic point. You don't have a choice. Point. Yeah, I had a choice about where I was going to go to college. Yeah, but and I made just, an affirmative choice. You just said other people here started rooting for other teams, right? So and that's what I'm saying. That's why I don't get in the Lions thing. Yes, everybody loves the Lions, but when the Lions were bad, they loved other people. I've always loved the Spartans. They're going to get massacred on Saturday, and I'm going to throw a fucking party, and I'm going to be there till the last play because sometimes they have trouble with the snap. But I'm going to be there through thick and thin. Rain, ice, no matter what, because those are my guys, and I'm going to be there through thick and thin. 
I think the Lions fans, they come and go. Yeah, there's some hardcore people there, but they come and go. What are go. you talking about? They have, they've been, they've been so bad. For, so do the Lions. Oh I, don't my know, God. I don't know how else Eli, to... would you help him out with reality here, please? Ford Field has been f- filling up. We're all talking, since, we're t- we're talking about the same thing. He's since a, it opened up, no Sean, matter how I bad they that. were. He's That's 60,000 people. I'm telling you, there are a lot of people who are Lions fans now that 20 years ago were cheering for Emmett Smith that, and Michael Irvin. Yeah, because they won. Wanted something to, but that didn't they're, mean they're they didn't love the lions. It was just they were frustrated and, and angry. They didn't and, stop loving the it's lions. Like, it's like, I'm not cheering for USC because Michigan State's having a bad season. How about that? You know, I'm not changing who I'm cheering but, for because the team people, I love sucks. But a lot of people that didn't go to school there that might root for Michigan or Michigan State would do the same thing if they. And were I bad. guarantee you, Michigan and, and State football. If Michigan State football were bad for 20 straight years, I guarantee you, alums would find some college if they loved college football. Someone they'd find some yeah. team to root for. They would. It's just human nature. Or they would just root against Michigan. <laughs> Yeah, well, the, the well they're, all, they're always going to do the that. Team would change every week. Oh, they're always going to do that for sure. And by the way, when they do s- struggle a little bit, that stadium, that that fan base, it's not a great football fan base. Well, I'm sorry, which is the Spartans? Uh, Michigan had some issues in 2009. They and, did. And, I mean, they, they did. Were, they. It's because you know, there it's wasn't college. a wait list anymore. No, it's, I know it's college. It's not the same. It doesn't go as deep as the NFL. It just doesn't. As your city is. Mike's talking about starting a love affair at 18. I'm talking about people that stub a love affair when they're two. Yeah. Okay. And there's a big difference. Wait it to your wife, okay? I think, I think people your, shouldn't be having love affairs when they're two, but if you're it to your wife. that kind of thing. You're married. You, you, you love your Sorry, wife. Sorry, racist pedophile? No, but, what's going on over Let him there? talk. But she pisses you off. You say, and you stomp out of the house and say, and this is bullshit. You've got to, you know, I, I can't take this anymore. But you come back. You make up. And... The fact that you love her is still there, but you get angry. So it's the same thing with a fan base. They, they get angry. They get frustrated. They don't want to go through it again. I'm, I'm sure a lot of Spartans are turning away right now. I wouldn't blame them. Out. Take a look at the ticket market. Right. But that doesn't mean that they, that they care less. They're just hurt. That's true. They're disappointed. So they turn away, but it's still there within them. And as soon as they're good, boom, they're back. And so, you know, the NFL, think of, think of the NFL. The Lions have been around since 1934. Grandparents, grandfathers, fathers, uncles, they, they all got together and watched games. They got frustrated together, but they were still together. So it's in there. And now that they finally, after 65 years, look like they might actually do something spectacular, it's an amazing story. That's all he's saying. That's all no, he's I saying. I know. It's all he says every week, and he's been saying it for an hour. I'm, I'm in. It's an amazing story. I, I don't Stipulated. Say it every week. What's the what's the latest <laughs> I, message here? I, I see what's on the Carlson Sean podcast. You guys talk about the Lions every week. Here's the talk uh, about it every week. No, but I don't do it in this podcast. But that's okay. You can go ahead and misremember intentionally for thanks your for own, dragging us down your own weird agenda. Here's the here's the latest <laughs> message. Growing up in Detroit, our heads say forget the Lions. Our hearts say Lions forever. Exclamation point three times XO. And that's yeah. that, that's that simple. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. I've given you my opinion. Everybody here loves the Lions. You'd make a great sociologist. That's great. That's great. I'm very happy. What's the line that. on Sunday, by the way? Are the, are the Ravens favored in this game? I don't know. Oh, Let me look at a question. I'm not sure. Is Lamar Jackson still playing for the Ravens? Is Michigan favored Saturday night? <laughs> to only by 24. So, yeah. Wow. Well, I, and I tell you, what fascinates my, my favorite player, in the, one of them in the league, is Justin Tucker. Yeah, the guy's the greatest field goal dude. kicker of all time. If you've seen some of the features on him, he's an opera. He's an opera singer. Incredible. He broke the Lions' heart a few years ago. He didn't a, he? Right? Was it a sixty-five? Six, something 60? like that. Yeah. yeah. Lions are getting three. 
They're getting three. Okay, so the Lions go underdogs mm -hmm. into Baltimore. You go cover that game. They win in Baltimore with all those fans there. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna take it up another notch. I'll and be at Michigan, Michigan State. Oh, you are. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are you serious? How come they're taking? Did you hear the, the disappointment beat? in his voice there? Well, you because you've gotten. You've gotten I think it's shock. Oh. No, we we uh, we we move it around. You know, I have to go everywhere, right? So, yeah. as a, as a columnist, you got to write about everything. And and this is when we planned out the season to start the season. We thought this would probably be a little bit better game. We we thought Michigan State might be a six seven win team. Yeah, see Maybe how many even an eight win team if they got lucky and they got the, the right quarterback in there. Here's your column. Mainly. Right, still had Mel Tucker at the time. Yeah, no, we we <laughs> planned all this out back in late July, early August. I got a column for you mainly because it will drive ML nuts. Go up there and then find how many Lions fans you can find in the crowd. Oh, everybody! Uh, the whole crowd will be Lions. Michigan uh, and Michigan State, right? Once again, Michigan State gets the the B team. So what you know. <laughs> what what are your thoughts about the administration at Michigan State? The decisions that were made, the hiring of Tucker, which seemed like a like an outrageous reach. I mean, he was seven and twelve going into that season. Why would they give a guy that much money? What, what are your what are your thoughts about the administration that allowed this to happen? Uh, you know, Ishbia stepping up and throwing all this money at it. Are are you disillusioned? Do you expect it to turn around? Are you disappointed? Are you are you outraged? What are your thoughts? Yes. All those things. Yeah. Oh, no. He, I mean, he's, he's, I don't. I don't want to get us on another pouty. one of our rabbit he's holes. Pouty. But I've yeah. said from the beginning, and I've written uh, ad nauseum in the free press. She uh, nauseum is you write kind of what Sean you, and I write a lot. You write beautifully in the free. The administration press. is a disgrace. The board of trustees is a disaster. Uh, when Mel Tucker was offered all that money, I, I thought it was outrageous. I was concerned that it was going to once again put more money into a sport and into a, a profession where there's too much money already. That that Mel Tucker, I don't want the payers to be compensated beyond what they're already compensated. When you pay the coach that much, I think there's no way you can't pay the players. I thought well, that, that, that I was that, hopeful for Mel Tucker, but he beat Michigan twice, right? So I guess that's worth nine and a half million dollars a year. And I've also been incredibly critical that the university took this money from these guys, fought us when we tried to find out what the contract looked like. The free press won that lawsuit. Then we find out they didn't give us as much money as we thought they did and that they wanted to be able to spend it the way they wanted to be able to spend it when they're just a couple of rich assholes who shouldn't be able to tell a public institution how to do its business. So I was encouraged when they brought Mel. I was worried that they hired him in a rush because it seemed to be a panic hire. I, I liked some of the things he was saying. I had great hope for him. I thought a lot of the criticism of him was unwarranted, and I think some of it had some foundation in racism. But, but his hiring, uh, his, his, his remuneration, and the way they've handled every aspect of this word. has been a disaster. And I've written about that, and I've talked about it on this show, and I think when we look back on the Mel Tucker era, it's going to be... The, it's going to be the Muddy Waters era. It's going to be the John L. Smith era. It's going to be Bobby Smith with lotion. <laughs> Very interesting. Thank you for that. Now, tomorrow when we, when we talk to Jared Wangler, what I'm fascinated is, because he runs the, the, the Victor's Valiant NIL, yeah. NIL yep. thing, you know, what is really happening with it? 
You know, you got Kirby. Who was it? The and he's uh, raised concerns about it too. He said there are some people who are doing it in a way that's unscrupulous, right? And is basically, I, I would say, in a violation of NCAA rules. But it doesn't seem like there are any nope. NCAA. Right. Bill <laughs> Self is getting no punishment in Kansas for paying players to have lunch with. That was the NCAA's I mean, fault with how they handled that. Ugh. Sorry, and and I wonder. <clears throat> there's so many questions I have. How many players are actually making money? Are the um, are the defensive linemen making any money? How is it spread out? Do you have to go through the the valiant uh, corporation that Jared runs, or can you just any sponsor come and, and and hire a kid to do something? So it's so murky, and it's it's fascinating to me. And where where is it going to go? How are they going to regulate it? Is it is it possible to regulate it? What happens when the Kentucky coach says that uh, uh, they're 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 buying appeals to the public and say, look, we got beat fifty one to thirteen by Georgia. We need some more NIL money. Step up and feed the collective. So how does the collective work, and 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 how do they distribute the money? And it's just it's fascinating. And do we all the players make athlete. it, or, or, or some of the players make it? This yep. podcast sponsored an athlete. We gave a, a woman who rode at Michigan State a hundred bucks a month and meat. And that's all we had to do is we mm-hmm. had to tell us what we're going to give her. She registered on the portal. They have an app, and that was it. It's all app. It was that easy, which is yeah. ludicrous. Yeah. Is that a Spartan shirt you're wearing? Yeah, yeah so, you already talked about it. So, so, I can't so, see it. Yeah. Yeah. So if I'm a auto dealer, do I have to go to the collective and say, "Offer me what players you have"? Or you I go to the athlete, player? I think. Or you can just go right to the athlete. E- either the or. The athletes have agents e- that that can help negotiate or Jared. the deals. I think you could go to Jared, but I think you can go so, directly to the athlete. I mean, we don't know. That's we don't the know. Right. It's, it's so some of them are. It's a wild, wild west. Some of them have the blessing from the university. Whatever that means, right? Spartan dogs for life. Remember, we talked about that. that Sons was, of bitches. That was uh, a t-shirt company, technically, but that was the one that worked with the union. They sponsored the university, and, and the university because they're not supposed to be involved. Wink, wink. So they will direct uh, people that have money to one of these collectives. The interesting thing to me is some of them are charitable deductions. Some of them aren't. Um, and, and it is the way. So, so, so when Saban says. The auto dealer, right? There was an auto dealer in Utah that said, we're going to give every player a six month lease for a truck. You know, six and a half million dollars is what they did. And they went through their own collective. They made their own collective. But this Kentucky coach, whose name escapes me right now, Stoops, Mark Stoops. Stoops, right? Stoops Mark Stoops. Yeah. He says, uh, you, uh, the other schools are buying players and they're allowed to. So. How how does that work? Does somebody call the, the athletic department? Well, why does he walk get... down to the basketball office in Kentucky and ask them? Because they do the same thing for their players. Yeah, right? Saban complained about Jimbo Fisher doing that. Basically, that's why I root against Texas A and M every that's week. That's pretty rich. What? Very. I want to see them lose because they have the the best team money can buy, and they're not the best team. Who? Texas A and M. Oh, you mean Stoops. like the New York Mets, three hundred fifty-three million yeah. to finish under five hundred, yeah. hmm. or the Jets, or any team in New York because money's no object, so the they Jets can Jets spend won. it. Or the Rangers, the Rangers. The Jets did one plus there's Jets a salary cap. Yeah, right, but, uh, right. Sure, the, the, just go spend the, what you right. want. The NFL is a far more legitimate. Uh, 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 Democratic capitalistic uh, league, even though it, uh, actually it's actually it's, it's social. Yeah, because they have a cap and they share revenue. <laughs> totally social. It's totally socialistic. Yeah. Well, that's right. that's why I'm worried about college football because it's headed in the wrong direction. Well, that's free market, no, free market capitalism and democracy. Oh, no, yeah. no, but that's and, really and, a bad and, direction. Uh, here we go again. We've talked about this on the show. We have free market and we have capitalism in America, but we also have the Securities and Exchange Commission that makes sure that there aren't mergers that well, are in the, the best interest the of the people. <laughs> and they and they're the toothless dogs. Well, we have the Big Ten. They can make their own rules. But but we we 
in, in America, we have institutions that oversee the free market to make sure that it doesn't get out of control. We kind don't of. have that in college sports. In theory. Sure. Absolutely. Well, we're except a lot closer to having it in the U.S. Except than we for are fans who donate and, uh, and, right, they're the ones that really control things. Or fans that go up and tailgate and they have a say-so too, right? No, that we don't. We don't anymore because we because you do I because if you stop tailgating, then there's a certain power in that. Everybody at my tailgate, if we all put a thousand bucks in the pot, it wouldn't be worth it wouldn't be worth a rounding error for Matt Ishbia or whatever his name, Andre Saint Douchebag, who if said you he was going to give these players money and then took it away. If you stop tailgating, you know, right? There's power in that. I did that. So okay, let's come full circle, which is why I hate Lions fans because they shouldn't keep going to the games because the team sucks. But they keep doing it, so that undermines your argument. They keep supporting a terrible product. I don't believe in rewarding bad behavior. If Michigan State hired Urban Meyer, I would maintain my season tickets, but I probably wouldn't go to the games because I don't want to support that. If he won seven in a row against Michigan. ML, it's about more than that. ML Lennon. It's a, is, there, is it though, really? <laughs> Look at the comment. It's ML actually Lennon. M. Lennon. That's what the L's for. Thanks, Larry. Larry, you were with me for a while. Now you've gone off. The, <laughs> well, maybe he, maybe he agrees with you. Oh, well. So Eli actually has something worthwhile to do today, so we have to let him yeah. go soon. But before he goes, I want to get his take on our Geek of the Week. Oh, I thought you were going to ask oh. him about Michigan, Michigan State. Sorry. <laughs> I was going to, but then some dude came in late and just wanted to talk about some, he had some, he took a plane somewhere some or something? Dude came in late. He's, he's with the Wright brothers or something? Oh, man, the geeks have inherited the earth. Did I do that? What a dork. He hijacked the show just like somebody should have hijacked that plane. Jesus. Oh, we're turning into cool guys. So occasionally on Geek of the Week, we we open up a question to the collective here for the collective wisdom, which I thought would be a good idea until I realized how little wisdom there was here today. But we're going to do it anyways. <laughs> so I would like, and we're going to start with Eli. <laughs> I love cheap shot artists. Oh. You're, you're one of the oh, best. he's the king of them. Oh, he's, <laughs> Watch your kidneys. Uh, Back in, my like, God. The tunnel the of love, that's what we call it. That's the question. Um, so here we go. And, and we're going to start with Eli. I want your take on this. This is good advice. And as a father, I think you, you can help with this. I've been in a relationship for the past eight months with a guy. Two months in, he lost his job and moved in with me and my daughter. I took care of him and helped him to get a much better job. I wake up before him, pack his lunches, do his laundry, and cook and clean up after him. He had a very bad drinking problem that would cause him to black out and act very badly. I also found out that he was connecting with other women the entire time. Eventually, he cut out all the hard alcohol. He, we would do well for a little while, but then he'd start drinking again and would verbally abuse me and leave me crying. Afterward, I would explain how this was not okay. We broke up about a week ago because he put his hands on me. I asked him to leave, and he did. I started to feel so much better, but of course, I missed him like crazy. My girlfriends took me out, and I met a lawyer. Very respectful, very kind, and he seems like a gentleman. He asked me out for coffee. Then my ex sent me a long message begging me to take him back. We talked on the phone for hours about how what he did was wrong and how his life was so much worse without me. Oh, God. I truly did love him. Yeah, because she did everything for him. Although he treated me badly... We had a lot of good times. I don't know what to do. What would you do? Put, just, Is this a hard call here? Just, just put a bullet through your head and, and end it because you're hopeless. <laughs> what about put a bullet through his head? God, yeah, this is great. Yep. I, what, what I'm fascinated by is... Oh, by the way, how it's, does a signed, guy, it's signed Detroit Lions fan. How, how does a drunk without a job 
not only move in with a woman who takes care, but he, he's, he's, he's screwing other people on the side. Yeah. How does he do? I want to. I want to hear from him. And I he's raised his, his hand is. to her. He must be hot. He what is his secret? My goodness. <laughs> what a, he must uh, be incredibly good looking. Or you know, comfort. Right? She knows a certain kind of comfort. Where's this him. from? What? Where's this from? I made it up. What, what does it matter? It's, 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 it's <laughs> no, somebody just, in need. Are you going to deny them your wisdom no, just because all. you no, don't no, know I, their origin? No, I was just I get confused by the Geek of the Week music. I guess this guy's the Geek of the Week? I, there was a little preamble there where we talked She's about sometimes we yeah, do this. We're trying too. to determine you know, who we're <laughs> going to help hates here. everything today. No, no, He loves the lions, apparently. And well, obviously she has a Mother Teresa complex. Frequent flyer miles. She does have a Mother Teresa complex, yeah. Block his number. Move on. Go nail that lawyer. So to accommodate Sean, because that's what this is all about, who's the geek, this guy or the woman? Oh, the, I don't know. Well, they're, they're, they're both idiots, obviously. Cyrus! But she's the geek. Uh, she's self-destructive. She's yeah. put, she, she, she seeks relationships that will only cause her pain and problems. And he's a loser. Right. So they're, they're both reprehensible, but... Um, Irreprehensible might be maybe a touch harsh for her, but uh, for him, sure. I mean, if he's hitting her right, then he belongs in jail. I would have thought that's what I would say. Any one of the many things he's doing would qualify for expulsion, maybe through a window. She should really call balcony rail. She should call Doctor Laura, and she'll get to the bottom. You know, Doctor Laura is. (laughs) I do know Doctor Laura, (laughs) and she, she, she. These women call who are getting abusive relationships. They think they can change men. Nasty, isn't she? They 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 marry them too soon. They become drunks and cheaters, and and they and and they'll find well, how did you? How long did you know him? Three weeks or whatever. So just. Women that put themselves in in situations where they it's it's doomed and they do it anyway. So it's very sad, very sad. For usually from some kind of something in their childhood, low self esteem, or all sorts of stuff. The stuff that could be happening that leads to those kind of situations. I sort of point the finger at the person doing the abuse, which would be him. So fuck him. So Sean, he's he's your geek, the the bad boyfriend. Yeah, why not? Eli says the woman's a geek, but the guy's a geek too. They're, Mark, they're, what does I mean, Mark say? He keeps abusing you. ML keeps abusing you, Sean. Somehow you keep coming back. I know. So I don't know. I know. And he gets. He doesn't like it when somebody else talks on the show. No, no. I I like it when you finally talk on the show, but you keep saying the same things over and over. Oh, the geez. lions, the lions, lions. Is Eli still here? I haven't yeah, talking in a while. <laughs> I'll see you guys later. Yeah, e- Eli's like <laughs> I hope I, you had fascinating fun. discussion. I hope you had fun today. Eli. Thank you, Eli. Okay, good. That's really the main. It's always thing. good seeing you. We, we, we try. We try to have fun. Mark and I try to have fun. <laughs> Eli, I'll see you tomorrow. I think we finally have something here in room 7609 that Sean will like. It's the Detroit Lions. <laughs> no, okay. I know he's uh, too busy yapping with Eli about the I know. Lions. So. It's, it's, it's so, did I mention I was at a Lions game the other day and people really were happy? I saw a lot of blue there. Um, before we get to room 769, we need to tell you about somebody who will make your future as successful as our Detroit Lions, if that's even possible. All right, quiet down over there, you two. Quiet. Are you done talking about the Lions? No, no, we need, I already, I don't even have your mic done. No, we need to talk about Luke Nowacki. He can make you some money there, uh, 
Sean. So if you have money and you need to invest it, why don't you give Luke Nowacki a call? 248-663-4748. He's a financial guy. He will look at what you have and where you want to be and find you the way to get there. Luke Nowacki, can't say enough good things about this guy. 248-663-4748. Because when you call Luke, he will get a playoff victory for you, sweetheart. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Bonaic Wealth. Sync member FINRASIPC Bonaic Wealth. Sync is separately owned and other entities and or marketing names. Products or services referenced here are independent Bonaic Wealth. Inc. So before we get to our song, we also have to tell you about the Kaju Cafe, which sponsors Room 7609, because music is really what they do as well as anything else. I was going to say best, but they also have great food and great fun. Feather bowling, lots of great recreational activities there. Live music inside, live music outside. The kitchen is open late. Muscle Madness on Monday. All-you-can-eat muscles when they also have Blue Mondays, which is a blues jam. This week, lots of great bands coming out. You can check them out. Get the full playlist at kajucafe.com. We will have a link to their website on our website, which is mlsolvedetroit.com. This week's Room 7609 is yet another installment in our New Wave songs that were used as themes in music. And this one is, is a, it's, this is a twofer because it's also a New Wave song that was used in the theme for a movie about BMX bikes. Cool. And this movie starred Nicole Kidman. So not which... two songs. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, good. Just checking. I thought it was going to be good. I <laughs> A lion's victory! First down, bitch! <laughs> this movie starred Nicole Kidman. And I will just tell you, at the time Nicole Kidman starred in this movie... Don't say it. Mark, you saw the uh, Don't say you it. saw the preview, right? Did you recognize Nicole Kidman? I did not recognize her. She looks very different. Pre-Scientology. She, she had the, uh, the For 80s Scientology hair saved her. and everything. So, yeah, before the uh, magic touch of Tom Cruise uh, touched our lovely Nicole, she just looked like... Yet another wayward youth waiting for somebody on a screwy bike to do Sweet. some crazy stuff out there. So uh, check out the trailer. But this is uh, this is the papers with the theme song to a BMX movie that is so forgettable. I've already forgotten it. But uh, Mark BMX knows, Bandits. BMX Bandits. This is the papers with "I'm Ready to Fly." <laughs> Thank you. 
the weirdest video. It's quite a, a big finish there. Did you ever get into BMX, <laughs> Mark? Well, yeah. I mean, when that movie was out, it was 83, so I would have been, I guess, you know, seven years old. So do you know what any of these lyrics mean? I'm I'm ready to fly down the grid. Competition's tight. I've got to win. Don't yeah, fool with me. about a good me. old BMX race. Because, you know, I'll drag you down. the track. You'll do the pancake and I'll bunny hop around. I don't know what that is. Now, those must be tricks you can do on the bike. Yeah, where you can take the handlebars and kind of hop it. You know, hop. You've seen people do that. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was more of a quicksilver person. You know, I wanted to be a messenger in New York and down on a, of course you on did. a regular bike. With a big you know? satchel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wondered why I'd never heard of this movie. It's an Australian film. Apparently, in the U.S., it was released and it was called Shortwave. Maybe because, uh, I don't know, they didn't have the rights from BMX, but Kidman looks ridiculous in it. Yeah, it's it's a pretty bad perm, but I, I've tried to do some research on who the papers are. All I found is a list that says Australian New Wave yep. synth pop band famous for their song Ready to Fly. Yeah, that's a terrible song, too. I, 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 think, I think famous is probably overstating it, but, um, but yeah, no. Watch me do the kangaroo hop, kicking out on the tabletops. Diamondback minis and Super Goose, too. I've got my mongoose and my chick thinks it's mongoose. It's cool. Uh, By the way, during the film, uh, Kidman hurt her ankle, and they couldn't find a female stunt double, so all the tricks on the bike were done by an 18-year-old dude in a wig. It's called Shortwave? In the U.S., that's what it was named when it was released. Because there's uh, a sci-fi thriller called Shortwave. BMX Bandits is the the movie. It's a comedy crime action film, so they're trying to shove it all into one thing. What was the box office on that? I'm I'm thinking Uh, five figures, maybe? Um, the budget was just over a million and it made, it's, you know, these are always kind of tricky, but it says between 124,000 and 1 million. So yeah, that's a lot of investors. Uh, a lot of investors lost their shirt on that. It's as, as well, but they'll always have the be. movie. Well, I guess when you create a great piece of art, you know, that that's sort of your legacy, right? That's what you, yeah, that's what you did that, uh, transcends you. That's your first line in his obit. That's your gift to society. Well, Michael, we have, appreciate the attempt the song was yeah we, we, sorry we appreciate your interest what if he was in the papers but uh michael i don't think so i i i i know michael through social media and right. i think he's too discriminating to be to be sullied by associating himself with these um these clowns from down under but um but i i'm, I'm rethinking everything if if this is kind of what the movies he's watching and the music he's listening to. I, this is kind of a curveball. It's, uh, yeah, that's, anyways, we appreciate your, your suggestions. We, uh, we're, we're, I think we're, we're getting to the bottom of the barrel on our new wave tunes that were music, oh, uh, movie themes. So if, if you have well, one. I thought I was going to say getting to the bottom of the barrel new wave tunes. Send, send it. <laughs> We hit well, that a that, while ago. That, well, I, I, the papers. The <laughs> we papers, did that a while ago. Yeah, this is this <laughs> bottom of the barrel. This is the floor underneath the barrel. I think we are through the bottom of the barrel. I preferred fight the so, good fight. Somebody call it oh, Cooper. We need to thank our donors. This week we have a few people who uh, who opened their hearts and their wallets to us. Of course, Bryant, always appreciate the support. Frank weighed in with a, uh, a kind contribution using our Venmo link. And he salutes classic movie theaters, the Alger Theater on the east side and the old Redford, which is still open and showing movies. The Alger, we're trying to get it open, still a long way to go, but but thank you for supporting those great movie houses, Frank. And Michael says, an informative and interview, and Michael says, an informative and entertaining interview 
with Rick Emmett, referring to last week's show where we had Rick Emmett of Triumph was zooming in from Toronto to talk about his memoir, Lay It on the Line. And if you'd like to hear that show or any of our past episodes, go to mlsoulofdetroit.com. Um, and we have a little feedback from, uh, from uh, Andrew, who says, Hey, ML, fantastic get. Rick Emmett, great inter- interview by you and the boys. I just ordered the book. I watched the documentary on Netflix. That's Rock and Roll Machine, the, uh, the triumph story. It was really cool. Rick is a really great guy. I would love to meet him someday. Maybe you can get him to play at the Kaju Cafe. We would love to do that. He's retired from the show, but we we have a friend, Lori, who helps set up the interview, who's working on it. That's all we can say. She's working on it. LOL, great pick, dear for Tears for Fears. Sean didn't like it. That's not really news, but, uh, but they were one of Rick Emmett's favorite recordings, and so we played them in room 7609. Andrew says, I saw them last year at Pine Knob. They were awesome. It was my first time seeing them, and they are just amazing. Would love to get a beer up to Cadu sometime. Let me know sometime you are catching a show. I'm in the neighborhood. Keep up the great work, Andy. Andy, nice. after today, I that really could n- use a drink. N- uh, that was nice, Andy. Thank you, Andy. <laughs> you know, I got a COVID booster And by yesterday. the way, we love Tears for Fears. Oh, is that why you're angry? No, no. I, 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 uh, you are angry today. I had a late hockey game for a Sunday. We were shorthanded. Late game. We pulled it out. We hung on. You scored the winning goal. No, no, no. no that, I, that's Everyone not my role on this team you. anymore. I'm, I'm an energy guy. I, uh, I, uh, um, a spiritual leader, so to speak. Uh, perhaps. You'll have to ask uh, my uh, disciples. Part of the hockey clergy. Got up early to get my COVID booster. Went to my boxing class, came home. I was feeling exhausted. The, de- the deacon of the ice. Completely beaten down, worn down. I thought, I'm going to come here. I'm going to somehow gut it out, get it done, slink home. But thanks to Sean, my, my endorphins are, are blasting. And if my Spartans feel this same sort of energy, they may keep it to within two. <laughs> oh. Sean's two, hugging him. Two scores. Look at that. Look at that. It's it's almost no, like it's I'm just a, funny because it's I, almost I, like I'm a flight attendant. No, no, I was dragging to get to the to the Michigan media this morning. I, it was a long couple of days, and I was exhausted and not feeling so great myself this morning. And I thought, how am I going to get through the show? Thank goodness Eli's in there. And then I thought, I know. We'll talk we'll, about the Lions. Oh yeah, nobody's ever thought well, about that. Uh, no, it wasn't the Lions. It was just I piss thought, ML off. Uh, no, I just said let's. Uh, I, I had an idea of how to throw some juice in it, and uh, it ended up working. So I got the endorphins going for me too. So thank you. <laughs> What's your prediction for Saturday, ML? Gross. I think uh, it's going to be wet. All I know is that Eli was smiling and laughing the whole time. So that's uh, it's it's going to be wet. That's and pretty wild. good. No, I hope there's a good game. I hope it's a competitive game. I would not put any money on the uh, Spartans to uh, cover or on the money line. But uh, I, I like this rivalry when the games are close because what happens when they become blowouts, either side loses their humility. And when Michigan State put up a graphic that the, uh, that the program – Throughout there, God, at, near the end of the D'Antonio era, that said those who stay are already champions, kind of making fun of Michigan's "those who stay will be champions" thing. I thought, okay, we're, we, we've we now we're turning into them, and oh, that's give me hurt a us. break! That's what, what kind happened? of fan are you? That's what happened. That's what makes sports fun. 
I like a good-natured rivalry. Humility. Give me a. No, it's not humility. You it's, just it's said that. No, no. I said they lose it. What happens is there's a difference between saying we're going to win, we're better, and being an obnoxious asshole. And when Spartans become obnoxious assholes, they seem a lot like Wolverines to me. <sighs> nice broad brush. Yeah. The idea that you want a close game, please. Give me a I break. want a close game. We're going to win. I, Bullshit. I would settle for a close game that we lose this year. I just don't know how that's going to happen. After we spend so much time talking about the what, the 29-6 to 6 game, the beatdown of Devin, give me a break. The 29-6 to 6 game? Yeah, when State beat Michigan 29, when they uh, sacked Devin Gardner all those times. Wasn't it 29-6? to 6? Well, what the, the reason we were talking about that is we were talking about the event that that uh, Eli's going to MC tomorrow no, I, and how that Devin Gardner, who I didn't expect to like, I didn't really know anything about him, but... He was a great guy, and yeah. that whole thing about the beatdown showed how funny he was and how he just had a really good sense of who he is and and perspective, which I think is one of the things that gets lost in this rivalry. I also met Braylon Evans uh, Edwards at this, who I never expected to like, and kind of liked him too. Yeah, Jake Butt, I'm a huge fan of Jake Butt. Those are people. They're human beings. Um, not all. Oh my God, you're the worst. Braylon ruined my friend's Exhausting. wedding. Exhausting. My friend got married at the Brooklyn Botanical yeah, Gardens. Isn't, isn't that what makes sports fun? Not, not, not when you're trying to enjoy your friend's wedding and Braylon you, catches well, like 75 catches in Wait, was your friend overtime. a was your friend not a sports fan? He is a sports fan. But he's a why Spartan do, why sports do you get, fan. Why do you get married? On, wow. Okay. Why do you get married then? I mean, I I think they the schedule the out. date that they picked. Okay. I remember when I uh, proposed to my wife, I said to her, I said, his ex-wife's Oh, so it worked out. I said said to my wife, I said, I think it's tough to book the Brooklyn Botanical Gardens on a Saturday night. You probably take the date that they have for you. Okay. Priorities. (laughs) Well, I'll just say, if you want people looking at their phones, I think now he and I would both rather have gone to the game. Of course. By the way, did you see Mike didn't want to shake my hand? He's uh, No, I know. He's grumpy. He's really mad at you. No, I this was going to shake act. your hand, but I just read something about <laughs> people who don't act. wash their hands no. after they go to the bathroom. I'm a little leery. I already expected Eli to text me, and I'm going to say, yeah, it's not an act. He's pissed off. Why would Eli text you? I just, you know, because he likes to follow up on things. Oh, does he? Yeah. Well, he had fun, so Eli did. He always does. We want to make sure our guests have fun. <laughs> I was hoping maybe our and audience ta- and, and would talk. enjoy themselves. But. Make sure they would just talk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Eli's ever been denied his airtime. <laughs> fair point. I think that very that, fair point. That is a fallacious argument. <laughs> I wasn't. Uh, I just said any whoever the guest might have been in any given week. So yeah. Hmm. Uh, I was going to ask Sean what's on the Carlos and Sean podcast, but I think it's going to be No, it'll be a replay of what we just went through, except there won't be somebody <laughs> who's reasonable. Who's angry. Yeah, there won't be somebody. There won't be a misanthrope on there. Carlos is, uh, plays one. He's not actually one. Well, I'm glad we shook hands then. Um, so that's. that's oh, I, uh, I reach across the aisle. That's you know? it. Uh, that's it. From, why do you have to divide right. us, Sean? Why can't we all come together? I just stuck my hand out to reach across the aisle. You know what I mean? Or to wipe a booger off. I don't know what's going on over there. Oh, I can't okay. even see you. Thank you. Um, 
we will be back next week. That's the bad news. Um, the good news is we love to hear from you, so please send us your emails, send us your suggestions, give us your feedback at mlsoulofdetroit at gmail.com. Please send us your money. We are losing sponsors like Michigan State is losing games. And so if you'd like to support us, you can go to our website, which is mlsoulofdetroit.com. There's a button on there for PayPal or for Venmo. Hit either one. The money goes to us. We appreciate it. We'll use it to uh, to buy some Lions gear so that we can all be part of this wonderful thing that somehow is going to solve the UAW strike and the trouble in the Gaza Strip. And I don't know what else is going to make everything better. Babies will be healthy. Cancer will be cured. And, uh, and those who don't feel as good about themselves as they would otherwise will don the Honolulu and blue and be transformed into superheroes because that's the transformative power of our Detroit Lions. And I think by now you know that that's true. So. Yeah. So that's it. I just, okay. You don't have anything else? I didn't have anything to begin with. I okay. Just, just. All right, Sean, you do the honors then. Cyrus, get us out. Can you dig that? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Front page ML is on the air again at the same time next week. Be sure to listen. This is Mark Fellhauer saying goodbye for the sponsors of Front Page ML. ML.